Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the No Cap Snap podcast, where we always recommend you snap before even playing your first card. I am your host, Zach Sisko, along here with the gangster bear Jew himself, <laughs> Seth Swinton. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, I'm really excited to finally start this podcast about our favorite game lately, Marvel Snap. I know I can't stop playing. We've been talking about it for a while, and we're finally going to get it out there. I definitely play it way too much. So, no, yeah, me too. It's kind of consumed my life. Um, my chess just completely stopped. Uh, it's, I have a new addiction. I this is my toilet game now. This is my game where watching shows I play it in the background. I can't stop. Uh, me and you text about it constantly. I know that. So, I thought it was a good idea if we can just share this passion with the world. It's, I'm loving it. I'm loving everything they're doing about it. And uh, I feel like they're off to such a good start. I yeah I couldn't agree more I think they're killing it so far honestly yeah and all the future stuff they're coming out with which I think we'll talk about here in a little bit um, I just think they keep hitting it out of the park so um, so yeah we wanted to start this podcast Um, I know Seth is probably a little bit better and knows a little bit more about this game than I do so he'll definitely be he's kind of the meta guy who's gonna (laughs) help you guys get better I just have strong opinions on cards and like to play fun stuff and i know you do too you have some crazy decks but you're you're yeah. definitely the guy i go to with questions <laughs> in most card games so i don't know oh, yeah <laughs> everybody does you're known as the card card game <laughs> you work That's at a card enough, shop. i guess i do you're correct <laughs> and this is the main game we talk about there too so just yeah. to put in preference of how popular this game is right now yeah it really is and i and you know i think a lot of times uh games like this die down for me pretty quickly and i'm just still you know the first thing i do when i wake up is check what's in my token shop um stuff like that and we constantly send each other screenshots and uh so yeah that's kind of our background on this game i uh i just really like playing it and uh i like learning about it about all the new cards and all the new combos uh, watch a lot of content creators and all that stuff but we kind of wanted to do our own thing and see what you guys think so let's go ahead i want to kick it off into our first little segment ever and uh, you know i have strong opinions about this i kind of <laughs> wanted to go with our top three hated cards in marvel snap right now just top sure. three uh, going from number three to number one um and I can I can let you start it off with your number three most hated card, and tell me why. I feel like our lists are gonna be very different. But you too. <laughs> my number three isn't even because like this card is too insane or anything. It's just I feel like I get sacked by this card all the time. Uh-huh. Um, they place they play like wave on four and then something huge on five and then they taskmaster on six and it's just such a bad feeling when taskmaster hits the field and gets like the 12 power from death or yeah just something like the 15 from red skull or like just something huge and you're like just you didn't account for it and you're like well that's cool yeah no, <laughs> that's definitely a card i considered like you said i think it's kind of like we talked about earlier with galactus uh we didn't reveal each other's list but we talked about galactus being one of the cards that we both almost put on there i actually considered taskmaster as well he's just one of the cards i don't feel like i've played against enough against me uh but when it does i i've definitely felt what you're feeling and uh it's not fun yeah i've seen I, him more recently too it's kind of weird i didn't see him for a while but last couple of days i've seen him a lot what series is he three yeah okay. yeah yeah i feel like you'd see him more actually with all the giant cards people like to play especially with stuff like that like you said with wave or electro or all these you know cards that let you play the big cards earlier definitely um, 
but yeah, I don't know. Maybe something look, worth looking into. I've definitely been into bigger decks lately. But what I had played up to this point and why my number three is what it is, I definitely played smaller cards before. I played a lot of one-cost cards. Um, stuff like Sunspot and Ant-Man I thought were super great. Like just, you know, all the really strong one-card one costs. And for some reason, I swear, since I've started, the Destroy meta has just been so fun for everybody and so strong my number three on my list is killmonger because i would have such a great starting board you know i fill up a location with ones my sunspot's getting big and then killmonger comes out and everything is ruined i hate Definitely. seeing that card so much um uh, i i agree <laughs> late, lately i've uh, transitioned to bigger cards he's not as much of a problem but man my early early days it's just he destroys everything which gives his destroyed deck you know, even more benefits and he just completely wipes my board and I have to retreat. I'm ashamed yeah. to say <laughs> it's uh super frustrating when you have like you sunspot and then like Ant-Man and Squirrel Girl on two. So like you're literally your whole board's one drops yeah. and then it's just here's Killmarger on three to just put you back to zero. <laughs> yep, and that, that happened to me constantly, especially like in the earlier days. It was so annoying. You know, I kind of learned uh how good armor was uh, a little too late, I think. I don't think I realized how good of a card that was, especially I didn't realize everybody and their mom was going to play destroyed decks. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that's my number three on my list. Um, I hate seeing Killmonger. Um, we could go to your number two most hated card in Marvel Snap. I actually agree so much that he's my number two. <laughs> Is he really? That's <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> I, did, uh, I, I did not expect you to hate Killmonger, <laughs> honestly. I cannot stand that card. Oh, I think good. he's way too strong. Yeah, I a agree. Three, a three for three that kills like early game just progression, I think, is just so good. And not not to mention, you play a card like Nova on your own side at turn one. Yep. And now all of a sudden, you know, he's a three four and everybody's bigger on your destroyed deck side. And yeah. it's, I hate it so much. It's ridiculous. It's... <laughs> so frustrating in my but, opinion yeah yeah which i mean you're always gonna have a nova in those kind of decks i feel like too and you you know you get nova on turn one and you have killmonk in your hand it's like you're like and you see somebody play a sunspot you see somebody play ant-man on turn two you're just licking your lips and it's i, I hate those people yeah, sorry I, if you're a, a destroyed <laughs> deck player uh, i trust me i would love to play a destroyed deck i don't have the cards i want for it yet but i myself have not played one and i feel like everybody plays one yeah uh, definitely but my number two, and this one might not surprise you. I know I've definitely uh, complained about him before. And I feel like the community as a whole thinks he's one of the strongest cards. It's definitely Wong. Wong <laughs> doubles on reveal effects, and it's just insane. Yeah, um, he's uh, insanely good. <laughs> he's so good. I feel like he's got to be in, like, you know, the best decks, you know, with... Uh, White Tiger and Ironheart specifically are the two that I see with him a lot. Mystique and him is just bankers. <clears throat> you play you play Wong, you play Mystique, and then you play uh, whatever card you're going to play. And then Onslaught, it's just, okay. I mean, their turn ends up being three minutes of just doing a bunch of stuff, all the on-reveal stuff, and it's insane to me. That's and, literally why they added the fast forward feature because they were taking too long. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get it. I, I feel so bad when you think you won and then it just doesn't stop. So for me, yeah. that's definitely my number two. And maybe it's because I don't have Wong yet. I have had him in my shop and refused to buy him because I was like, I don't like that card. But <laughs> I'm sure it feels good on the other end. But for me, Wong is definitely my second most hated. 
was gonna say I I got I was lucky enough to get Wong super early in series three and I didn't think he was that good at first, but then I have found a deck with him and a couple other cards that I have, and it's insane. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. no, he, he can get absolutely crazy. And uh, I'm curious to hear what your number one most hated card is. Because like you said, I thought our decks would be a little more different. I did not expect you to have Killmonger, but I don't know what <laughs> card you hate the most. Um, I actually, I don't, I don't even think I've really talked to you about it that much. But yeah. Arrow? Have you ever okay. played against Arrow? Um, yeah, I'm not even 100% sure why she's good. So you're going to so... have to explain this one to me. <laughs> Speaking of Wong, so okay. like I set up my Wong thing on turn four, and then on turn five, I go to like play everything in Wong's location and they arrow, and it just moves it out of Wong's location. So now I right. don't get the right. double on reveal. It is, I just feel like people time it perfectly every time against me, and it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's pretty strong on your on turn five and even turn six. It's like kind of, you know, obviously you're probably going to make your biggest plays at those turned and you're yeah. not being able to play those guys where you want them to is pretty i see you i mean you just just yeah, you talking just like, about it made me you think you're gonna do your strong. combo and then they just are like nah more you're, yeah, you're gonna play your cards over here yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can like, see that yeah it's super super annoying i definitely think this is another case of i haven't seen it enough um and i don't know why that does seem like a really good card i feel like people like kind of control decks like that too Oh, where it just kind of screws you over, which we'll talk about my number one here in a second, which I do think you <laughs> definitely know that one. Yeah, people um, love the arrows, the magnetos. Yeah. Uh, Polaris is another one that moves yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, people love that stuff. Yeah, no, and it can be really strong uh, for sure. Uh, I've definitely, like, there's a lot of stuff like on turn five, like you're talking about, like, Gamora and stuff, which I've been seeing a lot more of recently for some reason. Do they all get a buff? All the Guardian of the Galaxy cards? No, she was the only one that didn't actually. Oh, okay. Because I mean, for she some was... reason, I feel like I've been seeing her a lot more, but she's just strong enough as is. Yeah, I, like I've I've seriously been considering putting Daredevil in my deck recently, just because of stuff like like you're talking about Arrow on turn five, and I feel like I've just been kind of getting screwed over on turn five lately and i've actually strongly been considering it i might experiment with that a little bit but yeah i can definitely see that especially for your wong on reveal deck which is probably yeah. your favorite one right yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> i bet it's good uh, <laughs> okay My, the craziest yeah. combo i've seen with arrow actually is uh -huh. king they kingpin and then on turn six they uh, arrow because then everything that moves into kingpin location just gets destroyed and it's like that feels super bad. <laughs> that makes me feel so much better about Kingpin, actually, because I seriously been like trying to figure out combos with him that would like be consistent. That's a really good one. Yeah, it's super good. That, I mean, that just completely erases your turn six, and you get more power. Yeah, it's a lot more insane. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really good. Um, I cannot figure out why anybody would use Kingpin, but that's a good combo. Um, my number one hated card, man. <laughs> I know you saw it coming. It's definitely She-Hulk. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> Leader by far. I cannot stand Leader. I feel like that card <laughs> is for people who just don't want to have fun on turn six at all. It's I know there's certain ways around it, but for the most part, it's basically, look, we're going to do the same exact thing, except I'm going to have three extra power. So if I'm up two, two of the positions, I'm going to stay up two of the positions, and I'm going to add three power to one of them. 
basically. It seems like if you win on turn five and you have a leader in your hand, you're going to win the game for the most part. But like, there's been very rare instances where it's like, for some reason, maybe one of the locations screws them over because of it or the way their deck works, something screws them over based off what I played. But almost every time, it's just, sorry, you, you lost on turn five and you didn't even know it. And it feels so bad. Um, I do have a leader deck. I know it do. is also pretty fun. <laughs> I just want to say for the audience, if you listen to this podcast, I don't think you should be allowed to use leader. I don't. And is he not getting a nerf already? He went down to three power instead of four. Okay, so he already got a nerf. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he was four before? Yeah. Oh he was a gosh. six four. Oh and I I was talking to people that I work with, and I was like, well, why not just make him a 6-0, like nerf him right. completely, that way you don't add the power. I like that. And, but one of my other coworkers brought up a good point. He just becomes broken in Mr. Negative. Oh, gosh. Because if you can switch that, and he's a 0-6 that you play on turn yeah. 6, along with anything else that costs 0. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, so That's why you can't switch him that hard, and because he just becomes broken in Mr. Negative. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. How about we just disable leader for a while until we really figure out what to do with them? I'd be totally okay with that. Um, just just can't stand that card. It doesn't feel like it's fun at all for anybody. Is it fun for you when you play it? That's a pretty good time. You think it's fun? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would enjoy that very much. I think it's the best when you guys both play leader. Oh yeah. But if your location has more spots open, you'll get more leaders than they will, so you'll end up winning because of it. Oh yeah, that's pretty funny. I guess I've never seen that because I don't have it, but that's pretty funny. Because <laughs> yeah. it just keeps spotting leaders, right? Yeah, and then so they'll keep copying what you play that turn, which is obviously uh-huh. leader. So yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, that's that that's the only fun thing I've ever heard with leader. <laughs> but yeah, if you listen to this podcast and you like me, don't play leader. I, I don't think it should be in the game. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for our top three most hated cards right now. Um, I know there's a million more cards coming out, which which I think we could talk about next. I think kind of one of our uh, one of our segments we could do every week is each of us pick one of the new cards that's coming out. Because one of the great things about the game, I like that you know they're showing us so many future cards that they're planning on adding to the game, which I think is really cool. Yeah, and, definitely. Um, and I think we can both pick one card a week and kind of discuss why we like that idea of that card coming out and stuff. Obviously, we haven't tested it or anything, but just why we like the idea. Um, but I think I'll start this one off. The, the card I picked this week is the Living Tribunal. Yep. Um, if you know what that is, he, I believe he's a four cost, or no, he's a six cost. Sorry. Six, six four. Co- yep. He's a six four. Um, and what he does is at the end of the game, he splits your power into all three locations. And this one's super interesting to me because I feel like what I've been trying to experiment with is just kind of like what we talked about with just giant cards. Like I, you know, you know, like Hulk and Orca and all these mm-hmm. giant cards I've been experimenting with. I think it would be pretty fun to just try to get as many big cards as you possibly can any way you can. And then at the end, just seeing how much power you can get separating it. I don't know how good it would be. Um, I feel like it could definitely screw you over in the long run because obviously the point of a lot of these giant cards like Devil Dino and stuff is just like, you're going to win this location <laughs> with this yeah. card. But if you have to split it, it kind of defeats the purpose. But I just wonder what you could do with a Devil Dino and a 
a Hulk and uh, this and you know what I mean? Like how much you can get split. I mean, how much power can you get on the board? If you get 60 power, it's 20 in each location, which that, that could be pretty hard to beat. I feel like that's true. Um, I feel like this game will win and lose you some games. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, because it's going to like go to split and you're going to end up losing two locations by like one power or something like obnoxious. And this card is going to, I think, be decent. I'm actually kind of excited to see this card just because. Like you said, I'm just kind of curious what people are going to come up with and like yeah. how they're going to make it work. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that I'm that one I I want to do experimenting with. Like you said, it's gonna screw you over a lot, I think. Cause obviously I mean, there's a lot of practicality with it though. Like if you know if somebody can't really professor X you in that situation or you know, some of the, the locations where you can't play cards there and all that stuff. I mean, that's gonna be pretty good to reach the locations that are so hard to add power to, too, I think. There's a lot that's of good true. stuff. I feel like, yeah, it depends. Like maybe that's, you know, the the prominent location of the week is, you know, one that you can't play cards into or whatever. That would might be a deck to bring out because um, I feel like that's going to get you a win for sure there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's just a matter of how much power can you get. It doesn't matter where it is, which is kind of cool because sometimes it's just like, you know, you can get a bunch of power in one location, but they're going to win the other two. You can just get so much power. On one spot, I mean, like I said, three locations of twenty, hard to beat. I feel like I feel, yeah, like it just it just depends. But that's the card I'm kind of intrigued with. Uh, so yeah, that's the one I wanted to talk about, and I'm very curious to what <coughs> card you're you're looking at. Um, I think I'm most intrigued about this card just because of we don't know the potential of it. It's it's Snow Guard. Okay, it's a one drop for with two power, and it says if this. If this hasn't been played by turn three, transform into a random spirit animal. We have zero idea what a spirit animal is. Oh, really? Yeah, the only spirit animal that's in the whole game is White Tiger's Tiger. Oh, wow. And that's a seven. (laughs) And so so you think that's going to be one of the spirit animals for sure that he can transform into? Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not like just base artwork is a bear and an eagle. So I don't know if it's different every time Uh or if it's just going to like always just be this one thing. Um, I just, I'm super curious about what this card is going to do. So you said a, into a random spirit animal? Yeah, that's what the wording is. If you haven't um, played this by turn three, transform into a random spirit animal. Oh, so it'll be in your hand as a spirit animal. Yeah. Gotcha. See, or I you'll think, draw yeah. it as the spirit animal. Yeah. If, like think, you haven't drawn yeah. it by turn three. Oh, okay. That's cool. See, I think what I really like about that card and one of the problems I have with this game is I do think there should be more cards that do stuff while they're in your hand. There's like a lot of, uh, like I was playing a discard deck and I was like, why does Morbius not get the power while it's in your hand? I mean, I guess it makes sense. It'd be really powerful, but like to me, I feel like I would like cards like that, that kind of surprise people with, I mean, you can even show them, Hey, his Morbius is powering up in his hand or whatever, but stuff like that, I think is a good idea that there's not really enough of in this game. I can't, I can't even think of like, a lot of examples at all i think they fixed that about morbius actually oh wait really yeah because i thought the same thing when i first played discard and now he does get the power like you, you can play him later yeah because it's just an ongoing so it's just however many cards have been discarded this turn or this game he gets plus two so it was like a bug i think so because i had the same exact experience i played him on like turn three or four 
and I had already discarded a card and he didn't have anything. Yeah, but well, now that, yeah, that felt I've bad. seen people do it. Yeah, I've seen people do it now, and it's um, they come out with power and stuff. If that's true, that's awesome because I was like, I liked that discard deck, but I always thought it sucked that Morbius. You know, you play him on turn three, and it's like you've already discarded a lot of cards at that point. Yeah, and, definitely. And it felt bad to not be able to have that power. So that's pretty cool. Okay. I didn't know they fixed that. I'm going to have to definitely go check that out then because I had a discard deck that, you know, definitely he was one of the big things in it. And I just felt like it was too hard to get him going because it was a little too late and I'd already discarded some cards. But that's cool. I just think there should be more cards like that. And I like yeah. the idea of you showing your opponent so they know. So it's like you still get stuff while it's in your hand, but the other the opponent gets some information still. Um, so yeah, I like that spirit thing that it's while it's in your hand, it still will transform, or like you said, maybe you draw it. Either way, I, I like that idea. Just more stuff that happens that's not on the board necessarily, I think would be good for the game, I think. Yeah, I agree. I guess the only other one I can think of is Black Cat, now that I think about it. What does Black I, Cat do? She's a three seven, and if it's still in your hand at the end of your turn, you discard it. Okay. Um, so pretty much if she's in your opening hand, she's getting discarded. Or if you draw her on two, and then after that, if you don't play her, she's just going to get discarded. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I know there's got to be other examples that I can't think of right now. And I don't want it for every card. Like, I don't think Sunspot should get, you know, his power up if he's not on the board, stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. Morbius is the one that comes to mind specifically where it's like, that would feel pretty good if, uh, you know, it happened while it was in your hand. And I know, like, it happens with death, I guess, or cost goes down when you destroy stuff while yeah, that's in your one. hand. Um, but I don't know. I like, I like the idea of adding another card like that. So, yeah, that's very interesting, especially at one cost. If he could have a chance of turning into a white tiger, that seems insane for a yeah. one cost. I mean, maybe, who knows, maybe they'll have one of the spirit animals be a negative one or something, or a zero, maybe. It could be kind of, you know, rolling the dice with it. So you have a chance of getting a one seven or a one zero maybe yeah something like that might be cool yeah definitely is very intriguing to me yeah no that's that's interesting that's a that's a good pick what was that called snow guard yeah snow guard cool um i have no idea what marvel like what marvel show or movie or comic or whatever anything that's from me either honestly (laughs) there's a lot of stuff that i'm learning while playing marvel snap about marvel in general yeah just marvel in general i (laughs) truthfully and this is weird doing a snap podcast a marvel snap podcast at that i've never really been the biggest marvel fan i always liked marvel don't get me wrong but like like i actually like read dc comics and stuff like yeah almost like exclusively uh but playing the game and seeing all these characters it's definitely made me a lot more of a marvel fan like now i actually like i'm enjoying all the reading i'm doing and stuff um, definitely I'm liking a lot of the characters and so that's a good thing about it it's definitely got me a lot more interested and uh i kind of want to go back and do more like comic book reading on a lot of these characters it's pretty cool i agree 100 um but yeah talking about what this game's going to do in the future i'm sure you know a lot everybody already knows it's in december they dropped you know they're gonna have modes where you could play against your friend it seemed like there's like a different mode where you're gonna have health and stuff and you have to like kind of destroy each other kind of like a more traditional card game i'd say um yeah sounds cool sounds like sounds cool though i mean i'm definitely interested in all that but they did just drop about a week ago now uh that they're talking about you know adding are they adding more series five cards if i'm not mistaken um so from what it sounds like 
the cards that they are going to be adding, like just in general in the future, can be added to any series. But the more okay. cards they get added to the game, they'll slowly drop gotcha. series five and series four cards down a series, so they're more easily accessible. Gotcha. So they just announced that there's going to be five different cards going to series four. Yep. And then four different cards that are in series four are going to go to three. So that means a couple things. It means one, they're going to be cheaper in the token shop. I believe they'll show up more often in the token shop as well. I believe so. Yeah, I think so too. And then, uh, so yeah, for example, She-Hulk is in series four right now. I paid 3000 tokens for her. And if I would have just waited, she's going down to a thousand. Yep. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, we can talk about those. So, there's five cards from series five, which is what, 6,000 right now? Is that right? Correct. 6,000 tokens, which is just, I don't know who's got 6,000 tokens on hand. Uh, but to go on to series four, we cut it in half to 3,000, which I think is a lot more doable. Um, those cards are Valkyrie, Super Scroll, Bass, Shuri, and Black Panther. Um, any of those cards interest you that you don't have already? I know I think I only have Black Panther out of those. I only have Black Panther 2. The most interesting one to me is Super Scroll. I okay. think that card is insane. It is. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I think it might be maybe the most powerful. I think the one that interests me the most is Shuri. Yeah, that too. She's probably and, the second one on my list. Yeah, I think I could really just, you know, especially if I, like the way I've been playing stuff, I've been obviously getting bigger cards for cheaper. And if I can drop, you know, a Hulk or She-Hulk or Orca or something on turn five with Shuri, it's like that that one is one. That feels yeah. that would feel good. Uh I'm not a hundred percent what Valkyrie does. Uh um, sets all cards at that location to three power. I believe that's what they're oh okay. And Valkyrie's fast is the one in your hand, correct? Yeah. But Valkyrie is all cards, so your cards and your opponent's cards. Oh wow. So you should have more cards. Basically. Yeah. That's like the goal. I think that's cool. we could definitely do a cool strategy with that. I feel like, um, or if then, you just if yeah. they, I don't know, like the gamma that gamma labs location. Yeah, one, yeah. If they have like three hulks there, and you can just reduce them all to three. Oh yeah. So stuff like that. Yeah, no, five cost seems like a lot, but I feel like you could do cool things with that actually. Yeah. Um. So series four cards, there's four of them that are going to three. So these are going from 3,000 in the token shop to 1,000. And that's yep. Luke Cage, Absorbing Man, She-Hulk, and Titania. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's <laughs> right, but I gave it my best shot. Um, yeah, so it says that when they drop, they become 10 times more common in the collector's reserves, too. Oh, nice. Uh, which I didn't know, actually. And then obviously they're cheaper in the token shop, so... That's pretty cool. Um, I have She-Hulk. That was the first card I bought out of this, but I don't have any of the other three. Um, I like all three of these cards, actually. The other three, Absorber Man, Titania, and Luke Cage. Yeah, I only have Luke Cage. I'm excited for Absorbing Man. I think that card's also super good, so yeah, to be able to possibly get that one easier is exciting. Yeah, I see a lot of potential in that. I actually thought about pinning him the other day, but yeah, next time it'll be a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, the other thing they announced, which I think is actually a cool idea, is they are keeping Thanos and Galactus always uh, at 6,000 tokens, yep. Series 5. Um, so they're going to be pretty rare to see in your shop already. And then when they are, you need 6,000 tokens to get them. And I actually really like that idea because just like they said, they're 
that says uh they're too dang epic and i mean they're the two big you know giant marvel villains and it just kind of feels right to keep them at that spot no matter your opinion on how powerful they are i don't really know um seems like you could do some cool things with both of them but they don't seem like super op to me or anything but yeah they're always going to keep those at series five which i think is pretty cool i don't know how you feel about that i think it's a pretty good idea honestly i think it's pretty sweet yeah no i like it it just feels it feels like marvel to me like it feels like a marvel thing to have those guys kind of the the rare ones to get it's a good yeah, idea yeah i agree 100 and uh next on the list they have i think this is what you're probably most excited about from what we talked about earlier they're doing the first edition badges on these cards so if you got a series five card before it goes down to series four because series five are going to be the new cards for the most part right yeah um you're going to get a first edition first edition badge on that card so for example when i bought she hulk right or is it orca not she hulk no, no it's she only hulk series five cards yeah so ours will be black panther oh so like yeah, our... sorry not even orca okay yeah. so yeah black panther um since it's moving down and we got it while it was series five we're gonna get the first edition badge on that card which is pretty cool i, I like that idea it makes you feel better about getting it while it's expensive and stuff like that it's not just you know oh, i'll wait you know a lot of people are saying oh, i'll wait till it goes down to series four but it might be more incentive to actually get it right away because you'll kind of have an exclusive thing yeah which yeah i think that's great i feel like you like that stuff a lot yeah i mean there's definitely the collectors in any game ever so people are i think gonna love that yeah no i think that's a great idea um I also saw they're talking about uh, token shop stuff that they're going to change, especially for the newer players. Um, Cause I think this says like once somebody finishes series three, like get all the cards for series three, they earn 500% more tokens. Yeah. Like, out of the after collector's that. reserves. Yeah. yeah. So like, to me that that's crazy. It feels bad. Like if you're just starting or if you're sticking to pool one or two or whatever, basically. Is that how that works? If they stick in pool two, they still they can't get Super Series three, right? Yeah, pretty much. If they okay. choose not to like up their collection level or anything. Yeah. So it just feels good that they're kind of looking out for those people who are kind of new to the game or like you like I said, sticking to an, an earlier pool to try to, you know, maybe make it further and stuff like that. Because it's a big difference. You know, I I stuck in pool one through the first season and made it way farther down the rank than i have been now that <laughs> i'm in pool four so it's uh it can be fun for people to want to stay there so I, I like that idea especially when you're playing every day it like feels bad to be stuck in pool one and you don't get near as many tokens and stuff so yeah i like again i like all the changes they're making uh there's a lot of good stuff coming it sounds like it might be a while for all this stuff but yeah i don't i don't have anything negative to say about it really me either honestly i think they're doing a great job with their updates the new cards like i think the variants are all cool i think everything the company's doing is really good honestly yeah me too i mean like i just don't feel like they've missed yet you know they won mobile game of the year and like being two months out it's just yeah. insane to me um i was surprised it was even like nominated and then winning to me is crazy it just i think it just shows like the reception it's got right away and i don't know they've made it great you can't really monetize you know winning at all which is awesome um all cosmetic stuff the cosmetic stuff is sweet 
Yeah, I think the variants are the best part about the game, honestly. Yeah, I definitely, I felt like that for a while in the beginning. Now I'm just, like, so obsessed with collecting all the cards. Yeah. Um, I know, like, before every day I'd wake up and check my variants, like, oh, which ones do I want and stuff. But now I wake up just, like, what cards in my shop I want. I want all the cards, so. I think I'll definitely get back to that point with variants once I start getting everything I want. But it'll be a while. I mean, I still got a lot of cards to collect, so. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I definitely not even close yet. So yeah, but it makes it fun. It's exciting. There's a lot of decks I want to make and stuff. And... Oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep trying to look for those cards. All right, and the last thing we wanted to talk about, um, and what we'll probably start doing every week is kind of, you know, I like to explore new decks and look at new things. I just kind of want to talk to you, Seth. What deck are you playing right now? Tell me all about it. Tell everybody at home all about it. Um, well, if we talk about our most hated cards again, you were talking about Wong and I was, I was. a deck that I play. Uh-huh. I, I play Hazmat right now, which uh-huh. is uses Wong a lot because my whole goal is to make the opponent's cards as low as possible. And I just think it's a blast just to watch cards go as low as they can. I think my record right now is I've had a zone go to negative 96. I think that's yeah. my record currently. Yeah. So how do you how besides Wong, how do you get uh hazmat to work exactly? Um realistically, without if I don't have Wong, I usually leave. If like <laughs> if someone yondus and they hit Wong or if they Cosmo on my Wong, um, I usually retreat because yeah. I, I don't think I can pull it off most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but really it's Wong, Onslaught, and Mystique. Those are so like in your location, those are the three cards you want, and usually in that order. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can get uh like I play wave, so sometimes you can get onslaught on four, wong on five, and then um I also play magic, so then I have a turn seven and not so then I can play like everything on turn seven. Yeah, I've definitely seen some of the pictures you sent me of how low you can get people and it's insane. It seems like it might like may not be the best deck for climbing, but like like you said, it seems like a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, that might be the only deck I approve of Wong <laughs> Onslaught combo just because Hazmat doesn't seem like a crazy OP card in any way because what their cards minus one. Yep. On reveal, they get minus one on just on reveal. Yep. Wow, so it's like, yeah, that's what I mean. It doesn't seem like super OP, so that's pretty fun to make a card like that all of a sudden hit somebody for negative 96. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... It doesn't seem possible. <laughs> it's pretty crazy sometimes, honestly. Yeah, we, we were trying to do the math on that. We could not figure it out for the life of us, but... Yeah, we kept missing, like... We kept missing it somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, that deck definitely gets crazy. I've, I've seen it when it works, and it seems super fun, and I, <clears throat> I can imagine your opponent's face, like going what is going on oh yeah i i get the i don't believe you yeah or the deadpool uh-huh. one with all the arrows in them i get those two all the time yeah that's pretty fun would you say that's the one you play the most yeah deck yeah 100 percent. yeah that seems super fun what do you play on like turn one two and what i mean do you have low cards cards in there uh i don't have a single one drop so okay and then on turn two, it's literally only Luke Cage or Colossus. Ah, that's the important part that we we're missing. I was just thinking there's something missing. You need Luke Cage for sure. Yeah, Luke Cage is definitely a big, big part. But there's a caveat though. If they, if the person you're playing against has more cards at a location than you, mm-hmm. 
it doesn't matter if you have Luke Cage because they'll have more negative than you sure. will. Yeah. So you'll just win with negative power. Sure. I've also done that before. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, that deck seems super fun. And yeah, like I remember you got Luke Cage and Hasman were like, this is I'm gonna try this and I'm glad it's working out. It seems super fun. Uh, that really just screws people over, and I think it's really funny. That's the only time I approve of Wong, everybody. <laughs> I think it's just great that no one ever sees it coming. I don't know. <laughs> You're allowed to play Wong in those situations. Just don't use Wong <laughs> and White Tiger and Ironheart. Or, Ironheart or is my backup wood gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, that makes sense. You probably need one in that deck. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, so recently I got Orca in my shop, which I feel like no one has ever seen for some reason i never saw it before i got it actually i didn't know it was a card but basically if you put it and it's the only card in the location it gets a plus five and it's a six drop with nine power so it goes to 14 power um so with that i wanted to create a deck and uh it's pretty like like i said in the beginning of this podcast i feel like i only played smaller cards for the most part and i was i thought that was kind of fun but recently i've been really getting into like this this deck is pretty big it does a lot of weird stuff so yeah, my goal is definitely to put Orca by itself. Um, I have Hulk in here too. And I think the kicker is I play Electro in this deck, which gives me plus one max energy every turn. I can only play one card. So I can actually play Orca and Hulk on five and six, which is great. And before that, I can play Claw in the lane to the left of Orca, giving that lane 22 power essentially, or 20 power essentially with Claw and Orca. So that lane is like huge. And uh, there's other cards in it like Warpath. Um, if I have a lane open, it's a 4-9, which gets crazy. And I'll tell you what I'm having the most fun with in this deck, Seth, and I've never used until now, really, <laughs> is Professor X. It is He's so fun. fun. It is so fun to just randomly drop Professor X somewhere and go, well, I hope they don't play a card here. If, yep. they, do if they don't, I win this location, and it's going to get a lot easier for me. I think yeah, that's so fun. He's a good time, especially just to like lock down a location. Yeah, no, it's so fun. And then like sometimes uh, for some reason, if I if they do, you know, uh, like win the location, like say I drop them on the right side, which is what I do a lot, drop them on the right side and uh, they do play a card that has four power, five power. Oh, well, and they think they won. You just claw the middle location next time. And then all of a sudden you win that location. They can't add cards. They can't really do much. Yep. And uh yeah, I think that's that's been super fun. I think that's what made this deck. There's a lot of cards that I never used before, which I thought were awesome. Like I said, Electro I've never used. I never used Warpath. He's a lot more fun than I thought. Professor X has been the most fun. I've never played Claw. And the other big card in this deck is, is Spectrum. Spectrum, I had no really? idea was that good. I used her super early on. It's literally <clears> it. Well, why she's good in this deck is because I think every single card has an ongoing power oh, except hulk except yeah. hulk. hulk is the only one so so many times when you know ideally i'll drop orca and hulk in different lanes or something and that gives me a lot of power but there's a lot of situations where it's like okay i can't just play one card here because you know i'm gonna lose another one and then i'll i'll lose another location if i win this one basically but you drop spectrum somewhere and it's if i have you know four cards there that gets eight power I have you know three cards there that gets six power and then Spectre's five Spectrum's five herself so that's like it really like fills in all the gaps of the deck I feel like and because I could play Electro and play two six cost cards I definitely have a chance to play her and Hulk her and Orca whatever the situation calls for but like 
I feel like she's kind of a backup win condition, but she's so much better than I thought. I never thought she was a good card until I actually started playing her. So yeah, that's basically the deck, and it's that's been so much fun. I know a lot it, of people probably don't have Orca, but I was say it definitely sounds interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of excited to try it if I ever get it. Honestly, because yeah, you were talking right. to me about it, and yeah, it definitely seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's turned out a lot better than I expected to. I've definitely been like climbing a lot with it. I was kind of stuck where I was at and then started playing this. I've been winning a lot more. So it's been fun for sure. Um, yeah, if you ever get Orca, let me know. We can talk about it. <laughs> I will for sure. Yeah, once I get, you know, I've thought about trying a hazmat deck too. I think that sounds fun, but I don't have the right cards. But you're definitely the guy I would go to for that. Blue Cage is important. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of <clears throat> No Cap Snap Podcast. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Please, you know, reach out to us. Let us know if there's anything you guys want to talk about. Uh, we're kind of just exploring this. Uh, we're new to it, and uh, we're just passionate about Snap. So I really appreciate you guys listening and uh, try to make it a weekly thing, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. I'm super down. Yeah, sounds great. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, just remember, always snap before turn one. That's my advice. Just makes the game more interesting that way. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) All right. Later, Seth. Later.